When Sandy hit four years ago, 60,000 residents who live in the city's public housing developments were affected. 216 buildings were damaged across Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan. Since then, FEMA has pledged billions of dollars for upgrades. WNYC Stephen Nesson looks at what's coming. A few days after Sandy, I was reporting in the Rockaways where I met Eddie Spann. It's worse than being in the Vietnam jungle, where I was back in 69. Spann was living in the Hamill houses on the eastern end of the Rockaway Peninsula. And it wasn't a stretch to describe the area as post-apocalyptic. Spann was pushing his 10-year-old son and 5-year-old niece down the street in a shopping cart. The air reeked of sea debris and exhaust. The kids hadn't been to school all week. We hadn't had a newspaper in a week. No gas, no power. Some of us didn't have no water or nothing. Spann says the housing authority wasn't taking care of its residents. Nobody came Is anybody contacting you? Nobody contacted nobody. We got a lot of sick people in here. They need attention. Sandy exposed just how susceptible public housing projects are to coastal storms. Four years later, the city is trying to change that. It's starting to spend a $3 billion grant at 33 developments impacted by Sandy. It's the largest grant FEMA has ever given. One small building in the city's inventory is the Lower East Side 5 development. It serves as a model for what's coming. Joy Cinderbrand, the Housing Authority's Vice President of Recovery and Resilience, shows me what's new here. First, we pass a playground and head down a ramp. This really just acted as a drain for water coming into the neighborhood. When Sandy hit, the ramp funneled water into the boiler and basement. So they built a wall around part of the ramp. This element prevents water from draining in this direction, but this can't work in and of itself. There is a gap at the top of the stairs on the other side. So they installed a frame that a 50-pound stainless steel panel slides into. Now you're just lifting that up. I don't know if I can do it myself. I hoist it up and help Cinderbrand twist a vice-like device to lock it in place. When there's a storm surge warning, housing staff can install this quickly. It's like a giant gate that you put to block the toddler from falling down the stairs. Except with even more foam and metal. You can't (laughs) knock it over. Uh, Water can't knock it over. But she's still worried the lower level is prone to flooding. Since there's no way to move the heating system, they installed floodproof walls inside the boiler room and one of those nifty gates we just saw on the doorway. They put in another device to reinforce the basement windows, flood logs, essentially waterproof burglar gates with several 20-pound removable panels. Effectively, a team of people would put this on the window frame, screw it in place, and it would completely seal the window. So if a Sandy-like storm hit tomorrow, the guts of this building are basically as safe as a bunker. Not all of the 33 projects slated for upgrades will get the same treatment. At each of the sites, this looks different. And it has to do with the the building height, height above sea level, um, the building orientation, whether there's landscaping that can be used. Remember how Eddie Spann said a lot of sick people were left behind after Sandy? One of the reasons is that many public housing residents didn't evacuate before the storm. And those that did evacuate got stranded. Luanda John Ganey is a tenant association president in the Rockaways. Last time they had people go to different shelters, but they had no way for those people to get back here. Nah, that's not good. You just don't send me to West Bubble and I don't have no way to get back. West Bubble, as in the boonies, far from home. City housing officials say they've got a more robust plan for informing residents about evacuations. I asked Ganey if she knows about it. I don't really know too much. 
And this is the tenant association president, the person residents turn to for information. What she does know comes from a nonprofit that helps Rockaway residents prepare for disasters. Teach us how to do go bags, what we need to do in case of a storm come, how we need to evacuate. So it's still a question whether the evacuation will be different next time. Sandy was a blessing in one way. Before the storm, many of these developments were starved for funds needed for repairs and upgrades. But it's going to take a while to finish. So for now, residents are living in vulnerable developments and still feel just that, vulnerable. For WNYC, I'm Stephen Nesson. WNYC's Resiliency Reporting is supported by the Rockefeller Foundation. For more information, go to rockfound.org.